everyone, I'm Shanna Krieger, Communications Director here at Granite Rock, and today's show is a little bit different, and what we're doing here is playing a recap of the videos that were showed at Granite Rock's Leadership Conference on February 3rd. So if you missed the Leadership Conference, you'll hear what was talked about there. We had a lot of great work happen across the board at Granite Rock in 2021, and we spent some time with the company's business leaders to talk about the great products, the great projects, and of course, the great people who made 2021 a fantastic year despite the challenges brought on by the pandemic. It was a good year. You know, in many ways, there's this sense that it's not as good as it was last year, right? You know, it was kind of driven by a couple of big projects that made a lot of money. While we do a good amount of private work, it is still true that 80% of all of our resources are aimed at the public construction market. The Bay Area private market is actually a lot stronger than people thought. From an estimating standpoint in 2021, what made it challenging was us contractors, we tend to think alike. <laughs> Everyone was incentivized to maybe submit some cheaper prices. There hadn't been much rain the last couple of years, so I'm sure everyone put a big dent in their backlog. There was still a lot of just uncertainty on what the market was going to look like. And if we could pick up some work for a good customer that would keep our people busy and give them jobs to work on, We'd feel comfortable doing it, even if it meant we had to give a little bit of a cheaper price. We didn't pick up any of those projects, surprisingly. The demand just skyrocketed in the second half of the year that we actually, we started the year with three private estimators, we finished here with five. There was that much work. And we are budgeting way more work than we're bidding. And that's a trend that sustained itself for the last five months. Very promising signs for 2023 and beyond. So I'm kind of looking at 22 as a, a pause year, a consolidation year, where when you look at the look-ahead schedules, Caltrans finally has some of these bigger, complicated jobs. You're not going to see that federal money do anything at all in 22. There are no projects sitting on the shelf that are designed and permitted and all ready to go, and they just need money for it. All that's already been flushed out by SB1. I don't think you're going to see any real impact of that money in the roads and bridges part of the market for quite a while. So I think what you're seeing is that commercial industrial business is just stronger than people expect. It's not composed of developers speculating on office building projects. It's driven an awful lot by high-tech companies who have a lot of money, who don't need to borrow money. They don't care what's going on with the finance markets. They're going to spend the money they've already got. And they want to build what they want to build, and they want to get out and get it done. You know, right now you've got Google here in West San Jose getting ready to start a $40 billion build-out over 10 years. It's just going to be this big stream of, of work that, you know, it's going to kind of sustain the market. But even outside of that, there's a lot more going on than people would expect. It's no secret Bay Area Private's big anchor job is the Agnews Campus project. We've been awarded 10 different contracts at that site. 
We've been out there since 2019 and we are scheduled to finish the last project out there, which is the high school, June of this year. And it's great to make money. I love to make money. It's great when the jobs that are you know, successful are being able to deliver those results for the company. But the thing I actually feel the best about is the growth and capability of the teams all over the organization. And yeah, there were some great teams up at SFO and they did a lot of work, made a lot of money. Um, Bay Area Private had a great year. There were some good jobs up in Concord. It's a great team on the Yagas Creek project. They made a lot of money, but there's also a really great team down in Salinas on the Salinas Ramps project. And if they weren't such a great team down there, that job would have hemorrhaged money. They're just a lot of good performances. We started out the first six months of our year performing well ahead of our profit plan goals financially. We saw the second half of the year soften quite a bit, especially in our concrete business. So the good news out of that was we really managed the business well, considering the volume being down. And I think really that's a, a tribute to the team. We've had a lot of focus on efficiency and really hammering the small details of our business. So we really relied on those things to still end up having a profitable year, which isn't always the case when volumes are down as much as ours were year over year. The pandemic didn't hurt us a year and a half ago when it hit. We really were able to continue doing the work we needed to do and projects that were going continued to go. But upstream of us at that point, the spout had been turned off. So six months to 12 months later, all the projects that needed that six to 12 months to be in the works, financed, approved, that had all stopped. So it really hit us hard in April. And really that was the time where we saw volumes start to drop and we just never picked it back up. As the business contracts, you just have to be proactive, you communicate with your people. So in the second half of the year, what's really carried us through in our concrete business across the whole business has been our, our loyal daily customers that we count on every year. It's great to have this redevelopment market where volumes are much higher than we typically enjoy. But having that steady stream of loyal Granite Rock customers as the foundation of your business, it's really paid off for us in the second half of the year. We see an uptick. We don't believe it's gonna get back to our busiest years, you know, four or five, six years ago. We're fairly confident that, that we'll be busier next year than we were this year. I would like to thank the team as a whole. Whenever your volumes are lower than expected, and especially as much as it was for our business, it's extremely difficult, right? But I think the attention to detail, focusing on the efficiency piece, and really just hammering that every single day, right? You can't let your guard down at all. So the team doing that just made the year end up being a successful year. COVID impact to the retail building material business has been more do-it-yourselfers, right? And folks that are doing it on their own at home. Being nimble enough to service this uptick in retail, but also continue to provide good service to the contractors that are there each and every day doing the hardscape work and the other types of businesses that we supply as a retail customer. A great example of the team coming together and finding different ways to do things and sell things and get products in. The Bay Area market continues to be hot as well, both residential and commercial in Redwood City. The year-over-year -year growth there at that branch has just been very impressive. So we're happy with what's going on there. And as far as we see it, 2022 is going to be a lot of the same in 2021 with some hope that our supply issues get better because it'll just help us out even more.
But with that said, we've done a really good job executing. Our numbers are great. We put in a really good year. We've not only beat our profit plan, but beat it by a decent margin. It just goes to show that even with the challenges we have, that we can overcome a lot. Just proud of everybody, proud of everybody keeping a positive attitude every day and looking for more creative, better ways to do things. So I just appreciate that and, and you know, couldn't do it without them for sure. The story in asphalt, we did a large rubber project out on Highway 1, which our CIR business was involved in, and that was a pilot project for Caltrans for their technology, which was a big win for the company. 21 was a great year. We did a lot of QA projects up at San Francisco Airport and for Caltrans, and the results, the consistency were much improved year over year. Most of Caltrans work is rubberized overlays, and we've been doing that for years, but the spec requirements are tougher. And I do have to say RTS was a leader in, I believe, industry in learning how to do the mix designs, run the tests, and understand what drives quality and performance. In the second half of the year, it wasn't softness in the market, it was more timing of work. So we had good backlogs in our asphalt business. They just didn't build and pave in the time frame that we thought they would be. Uh, I think we've increased the efficiency of the plant, so wrap percentage has gone up. That's a competitive edge for us. And so that requires capital investments. And I think this new premium sand from the quarry will help us break through this ceiling we've been at for years. It was definitely uh, haphazard in terms of the volume that went through the Wilson quarry and, and at the plants. We were actually above plan for the first six months of the year. And during the summertime, which would you expect that pace to continue, it actually dropped, which was a bit of a surprise. But lo and behold, you look at what's happening in the winter, the volumes are better than average and what we planned for from October through December, which is very strange. So it's, it's not following the same cyclical pattern that we've normally seen over the years, and it's very hard to predict. No, it was a good year overall for the aggregate division. Yeah, the same challenges as the rest of the company. The business was spread pretty evenly across the market areas, and our challenge area has continued to be over the last couple of years, the ready mix market up in the Bay Area, that San Jose, Santa Clara area. For us, the demand is holding pretty strong in the Monterey, San Benito County region. The other part too is just trying to get a really good handle on our forecasting and try to understand what is coming around the corner and looking at the trends on our business volumes and understanding what's happening there because understanding what the future holds for the Wilson Quarry is so critical to what we do that the best line of sight that we can create for ourselves to, to manage our business the best is, has been our focus. Half of our volume goes internal. So that's going to construction division, concrete, HMA. The other half is external, simple math. Of that half, half of it is our dealer sales. And that's comprised of five or six customers. So it's a small group of very large volume. That other piece, the other half, or the fourth of the total volume, is the small to medium contractors, the homeowners, the COD customers, those kind of folks. And they are very, very important to us. You build a, a more of a relationship with them, the next thing they're doing building materials and concrete too. So we can expand sales, get transportation sales with them, margin or increase ASP per product type with that customer group. The pipeline's not full of work that's ready to be built. I think during COVID, you know, the people working remotely and people not working as much to get these projects started or, or completed or planned, there's a gap. 
that was created. And that's what we see. It's not that there isn't a lack of funding or a lack of interest, it's just a lack of planning. If we do have that pause effect in 2022, customers look to us for our expertise. So whether it's materials expertise, trucking expertise, concrete, those kind of things, they're also looking to us for market expertise. So if they're feeling the pause and they don't understand it, potentially we understand it better than they do, then we'll be able to share that information with them. So that's one of the reasons people look to Granite Rock. You know, if they're uncertain, then they're gonna be looking to us as a resource for information. With the lower volume that we're projecting for the first half of the year, we really have to be efficient at how we produce what we make. And we have to be precise in quantities that we produce at the right time. So that's gonna be one of our main focuses there. In 2022, I think that what we'll see is different parts of our business that are more resilient in how they deliver projects to start to recover sooner. The backlog of commercial or private or governmental type of work will start recovering at different paces. All of those buckets have good you know, core business funding underneath of them. The commercial demand for you know, the Bay Area and the peninsula and people's demands for their own personal projects. The delivery of all of those different parts, I think is still gonna be a little hit and miss all the way through 2022 and, and into 23 potentially. And obviously on the transportation side, there's really getting our logistics tuned up and dialed in. And I know Peter and, and Nick Barrett are working religiously on creating the structure for us to be a, a logistics company and focus on that piece. How we look at the year is we produced what the market allowed. Although we didn't hit the volumes we wanted, we found a lot of new efficiencies. So actually our profitability was up than what we did the year before. So I think that's really what we take away is that we found ways to be more efficient with what we have. And so for 2022, for example, we're, we're predicting a relatively flat year, but with these changes that we're making internally to still increase our efficiencies, you know, our profitability will still stay high. For us, Logistics means something more. It's how Granite Rock moves our material along the supply chain. How we move is just as important as what we move. And in a lot of ways, our customers experience our materials by how they got there. If it was late, if it was early, if it was too wet or too dry or not in the way they expected, but there's a lot of pieces to that puzzle that we need to deliver in a new and exciting way as we move forward. Funny story, when I started in this business in the mid 80s, I'm this fresh faced kid right out of college and I'm working with these gray haired guys that were just wrapping up their careers. And they told me all these stories about the great old days of building the interstate highway system back when Eisenhower actually built, you know, I-5 and I-80 and all these highways that connected America. And these guys that were retiring, they would tell me all these stories about how great it was. Just, you know, you could bid a job with a decent estimate and a decent margin and actually go make your estimate. And man, in the 80s, the market was terrible. It was just terrible and it's been terrible. Sometimes it's a little bit less terrible. Sometimes it's just plain tough. It's just a hard business to make a living in year after year. 
But if you look at the amount of funding that's coming, I think you're headed back towards a, a brief period in time where it's gonna be kind of like it was when they were building the interstate highway system. So the younger folks in this organization, they'll be able to tell those stories for years and years. When this flush of money kind of goes away and things return to normal, they'll be all looking around going, oh my God, what happened to our market? <laughs> it's gonna be a wonderful time in our business. It'll be a, a good time to be a contractor. All right, hope you enjoyed this show. We look forward to new projects in 2022 and more great work coming down the pipeline. Thank you.